It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Dinah Corley's mother taught her a very important lesson. Never go to someone's door empty-handed. It was a morsel of wisdom that would continue to stay with Dinah, now an accomplished cooking teacher and food writer for the rest of her life. And Dinah's joining me today to talk about artful gift giving and her book, Gourmet Gifts, 100 Delicious Recipes for Every Occasion to Make Yourself and Wrap with Style. And she places emphasis on both the food and its wrapping, and she's going to share the secrets to holiday gifts that have an undeniable wow factor. Hi, Dinah, how are you? I'm fine, Amy, how are you? I'm great. Well, you know, the book has so much terrific information for anybody who's looking to make a gift from the kitchen or gift from the home, and it all starts with the pantry, doesn't it? You want to cook something, you got to have something good to cook with. you got to have the right things. You know, nothing is as good or better than what you put into it to begin with. So if you start out with the best, you'll end up with something that's the best. And you make a really good point in the book that even if it's sort of a dear or rich or expensive ingredient, it's still going to be way less than going out and buying gifts for everybody. It is. I mean, I think that, you know, most people, there's a chapter in the book about um, very expensive gifts called Pound Foolish. And I really think most people that, have very expensive tastes, have already purchased everything they really want. So the best thing you can do is give them something that they can eat, and you can give them caviar for far less than you would spend going to the store and buying an equally luxurious, hard good gift. Exactly. And, you know, you brought up another good point, though, that sometimes giving them something that is edible or consumable, also you're not taking up their space or making them, you know, have to dust the object or pack up the object when they move. It's like kind of luxurious to be able to consume a gift. Well, you know, the beauty, I think, of all these gifts is that the only way to enjoy them is to eat them. And therefore, you know, like you said, they don't have to be dusted or stored or insured. And I think that's great, especially because to a certain extent with gifts, you're imposing your taste on someone yeah. else. Um, and we all love to eat, so you're kind of safer thinking of something good to eat to give somebody then um, something to put on their mantle. Well, what I think is particularly fun about your book is that basically you're saying both the container or the wrapping and the actual food item itself should kind of have equal importance. And I was thinking about the fact that this year I I plan to give little cakes to some of my neighbors and friends, and I don't want them to give me back the container. So how do you sort of get that across without saying on the tag, P.S., keep the little casserole or keep the dish? You know, actually, I do put that on tags sometimes. When I leave something at someone's front door, I will just say, no need to return. Oh, that's a good idea. The casserole or whatever, because people will go to the trouble to do that because they're so used to giving gifts with strings attached, which I hate. You know, I don't want to give anybody anything that, that has an entailment or an obligation. In fact, I love what you say in the book, don't give mixes, because that means they have to work. I love that. That's actually very true. It's a job, not a present. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I want to eat that cookie right away. Right. You know, I really wanted every gift in the book to live up to the same standards as any successful gift of any type. And that made it a little harder to find things and to do them properly. But it also had a pretty clear criteria, you know, 
a successful gift gives instant gratification, not a job to be done later. Yeah, that's a very good point. Well, the containers, you know, I mentioned a little casserole. That's that's easy to find. But you really have some creative and clever ideas. Now, some you actually put together yourself, but others you buy. What are some, you know, unusual creative vessels in which to give gifts? Well, the hardware store is a great place to start with for really inexpensive and good-looking containers. Um, like they sell clean, empty, brand-new, shiny paint cans, and those make terrific containers for cookies and crackers and mixed nuts, all kinds of things, and they're super, super cheap. So do you go to the paint Um, department for that? You just go up and say, I want an empty can? Yeah, just go to the paint department. They usually just have them on the shelves with... About the same place where the brushes are. Oh, that's a cute idea. And you know what? Oh, my gosh. I can just imagine you could give like a bucket of popcorn to a teacher or something in a paint can. They'd love it. Oh, yeah. And what a cute idea for um, a housewarming present because you can make a gift card out of a paint um, sample block. Oh, cute. And it just you have to be sure to attach a washer um, which you can also buy at the hardware store, to the can with the string because that gives you an easy way to open the can. Oh, that's clever, too, though, a washer, because I know, like, I'll use a, a screwdriver at home, and I guess we're not going to give a screwdriver to everyone. <laughs> no. You don't want them to have to go and find it, especially if it's a housewarming gift. They don't know where their screwdriver is yet. But, see, that's part of what impresses me is you have thought of everything. That's a, that's a good tip. So paint cans are cute. What What else? They also have great plastic boxes at hardware stores that are divided up, um, I think, for people to store all their different kinds of screws and nails in. Those make terrific containers for bonbons or truffles or even little mini cupcakes. Keeps each one separate and looking really pretty, and it's clear, so all you have to add is a ribbon. Oh, that's, that's cute. That's another great container from from the hardware store. Also, galvanized buckets make great presents for big bags of popcorn wrapped in plastic or for um, tortilla chips, things like that, or Mm -hmm. for fresh clams. Oh, that's a cute idea, too. Oh, a bucket of clams. What a cute gift. Well, you know, I think that's part of it is when you see a gift, you get all excited about how it's presented to you. So you can't skimp that part. And you mentioned, you know, no flimsy paper plates. It's true. You could probably do a lot of things much better than a paper plate. If you were giving a selection of cookies or something, what would you suggest there? Well, first off, anything but a paper plate. <laughs> just not designed to do that job. It's not strong enough. Cling wrap doesn't cling to it. You know, there, there are a hundred better ways to do it. I think if you want to do something inexpensive, even cheaper than paper plates are just plain brown paper craft bags that you can get at the grocery store for bagged lunches. Mm-hmm. Or you can get them at the craft store. That's a good idea. You know what's fun with that? I have in the past put a grommet through a paper bag like that and tied it with ribbon. It's very cute, quick way to dress it up. Right, and, or to cut a big hole in the center and you can hang it on a doorknob then and just leave it for someone. Oh, that's um, cute. One of everybody's favorite projects in the books are the luminaria bags, which um, look just like the white sack luminarias that you put out on your lawn yeah. at Christmas time. Except we fill it with cookies and we put one of those little um, light sticks that the kids like that you break and glow. Oh, cute. 
out. You hang out on all of your neighbors' doors, and I mean, you really you look like you're the hero. Oh, the definitely. And kids would so love to go pass those out to the neighbors. That's super cute. Well, oh, yeah, they're happy if they just get to crack those little sticks. Like, yeah. Oh, no, I love that idea. Well, you know, you mentioned that there's sort of different gift-giving varieties and reasons and things, and I think one of the nicest things is the small tokens chapter. I mean, sometimes you've just got to have just a token. Just a little something. You don't want to make a big production. You don't want to draw a lot of attention to it. I think that makes a very nice hostess gift because I think a lot of times we make the mistake of taking something to a party that somehow implies to the hostess that she needs to serve it or do something right. with it. And this is so nice because she doesn't have to, you know, find a vase to put flowers in or a plate to put the hors d'oeuvre on that you brought. Just something little that she can just put off to the side and then enjoy for herself later. There are also gifts in there for, you know, all the people that make our lives easier that we don't necessarily give tips to. But we just like to say, you know, I know you're there. You make my life better. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, no, I love that idea. Well, you know, it's funny when you say giving the hostess something that she won't feel compelled to serve. That goes right back to your whole philosophy about gift giving, that it's a gift with no strings attached. It's just meant to bring her joy, no pressure to serve or share or put out. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Dinah Corley about her book, Gourmet Gifts, 100 Delicious Recipes for Every Occasion to Make Yourself and Wrap with Style. Well, Dinah, I love whimsical food and featured on the cover and also in the book are the little cakes in eggs in actual eggshells aren't those adorable they're adorable now you do say right out that it can take a little time to figure out the the routine but once you do they're very easy to make but once you get the hang of it it's really easy and i i'm curious you know one of the fun things about writing a book and then having it released is to see what recipes resonate with people and that they really do. Um, I think it's whimsical and fun, and I just couldn't imagine the book without it. But it is, it, it's time-consuming. It's not hard, but it is time-consuming. But adorable, literally cute little cakes baked inside eggshells. Dinah, it has been a pleasure to talk to you, and we're going to put all of your information on amystable.com. But you can also find information at www.dinasgourmetgifts.com. Dinah, thank you for joining us today. Amy, thank you. I really appreciate it. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. You want to